Let's go! Who's up next? Welcome, Internet, to the Xbox Empire Podcast, part of the Place of Video Games Network of Podcasts. I'm Elaine, as usual, joined by Donnie. Special guest, though, most important. Sorry, Donnie, I love you, but like wow. Coach Mo is here, Just so. <laughs> <laughs> Overshadowed. <laughs> come on, you know how this goes. People come on and when. And this like is par for the course for PSVG. You'll, you'll, that's the thing you'll learn. To, this is just normal. Just everybody yep. dunk on Don. We love you, but. I think I'm the only person that PSVG who could actually dunk on Donnie. That's true. So that, that's a win-win right Dev there. Dev used to could, but we know Dev, Dev ain't got hops no more. Dev can't get up. Well, wow. Look, okay, young and knees, right? <laughs> look, young man. All right, over there. <laughs> I'm also old and short, so no, everybody's dunking on me. Literally yeah. everyone. Before we get into more Duncan on Donnie and fun with Xbox, uh, let me give a shout out to our Patreon producers that I love to shout out every single week. Thank you to all of you folks at any Patreon level on Twitter, Discord, everybody who makes this possible. Just want to say that you don't have to throw money at us to like for me to love you. I love everybody. So, But the Patreon producers, Edwin Callow, Barry Cathcart, Josh Bonesaw Bourbon, Chris McElfrish, Devin Tyus, Kyle Heyman, Paul Calicote, Michael Messick, The Egg Shen, Zach Bradshaw, Nick Fallhaber, Rude Days, 93, Rob Emanuel, Ben Moxham, and Grouchy Surge, forever. Mm-hmm. My favorite with the extra R's. I've Thanks, got, folks. Um, I've got DLC releasing this weekend, and it's about uh, uh, two hours of conversations with Rebecca, the forest manager over from Nintendo Shack. So if you guys aren't on the PSVG Patreon, you won't get that episode. That's that's what it's signing up for on its own. See, if you're going to throw money at anything, do it for, for Becca, honestly. <laughs> She's probably the nicest of the bunch. I'm just glad we got it recorded before she goes off to, you know, work at IGN or Game Explain it's... or whatever the next great thing she's doing. Are you going to get a creepy, like, plaque of her behind you? It would probably like an help employee viewership. of the month. It would help viewership, right? <laughs> anything over the Chucky doll. Literally I, the Chucky doll in the background. Is, the uh, He'll hold the photo. No, nope. That's how. See, that's how you get ghosts. Do you that's, want ghosts? That's yes. how you get ghosts. I would love ghosts. That's, no, no. <laughs> if I die, I will haunt you. Do you have that any idea, problem, like though. the incredible confirmation of faith a ghost would be? I would be in church all the time if I actually saw a ghost. <laughs> I don't think a ghost on this mortal plane is a confirmation of anything. It's a confirmation of something. I tell you it's that. Something. It's something. It is Jesus. <laughs> I'll start. <laughs> I'll, I'll be at church every day. I'll start doing all the things. As my grandmother would probably say, that's not a Jesus thing. <laughs> so we trust the Italian old ladies for this one. We do. Donnie, there's a lot of news. Why mm-hmm. can't they stop? <laughs> I haven't talked about video games in a really long time. I dug it up. Yeah, you did. And you uh, detailed it out with bullet points. I'm not the only type A one on this podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I just want to make sure everybody knows at home. I have zero notes and it will stay that way. <laughs> he's got, he's got all the Funkos in the background of the shot, but no notes. And it's you know in, what? It's in I his contract. Yep. It's yeah, required. No notes. Sorry, guys. No notes. OT forever. <laughs> I would like only green M&Ms and no notes slams the door. I didn't know Coach was a, was a diva about this, quite frankly. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> all right. Look, 
the we are at what 26 days to new hardware that's it it's almost oh, here. baby which means which means the pictures of people getting pallets of these things are in the wild and on twitter now because that's the world we live in in 2020 um there was a brief unboxing video that someone posted on the internet that got ripped down fast yeah it did it was kind of like the experience to me i watched it briefly of like opening a a, a 1x like a very clean package without mu- too much to do, and you're just at the box super fast. I think it was yeah, it was rather uneventful. I didn't, we didn't yeah. get any details on the pack in promotion, so we don't know. Oh yeah, if there's any, that was the only thing I was really looking for. But other than that, it literally is just a box with a box in it in styrofoam, and then like there's a controller. It's like very uneventful. It's like there's not a whole lot in here. They're not Apple, okay? Yeah, I don't or know who they are. People, are yeah, they're not that controller. I'm sorry. People are going to keep that controller. Well, what are you saying about my controller? Oh no! Oh, so don't, see, be, don't be. He's got like fancy. The only controller that needs have, to be played. Let me let me ask you this, Mo. Just does it have a screenshot button? I don't need a he, screenshot he, button. Nope. button on anything. I use I just, the screenshot button all the time. I only use it on my Switch when I win at Tetris ninety nine. I, I have been I playing a game for review. I'm playing Pumpkin Jack. We're playing so Pumpkin Jack for review. I am too. I have taken like twenty screenshots. <laughs> you are the person they interviewed when they're like, so if we could give you one button Screenshot that like button. quick. Oh yeah, 100%. You want, I've been saying I this for that, years. I want that button to be configurable. Nope. Like it is on my Absolutely phone. There's a not. button on my phone. Let me take it to my profile or to my messages to answer them real quick. That would be cool. I mean, that would be so cool. on the Elite or mm-hmm. on Moe's controller, you can configure all of that stuff. So yes, you can, I, I have yep. all of them. Yeah. I have a Madden configuration, a FIFA one. Yep. I have an NHL one, a UFC one, and then an FPS one. When I had I the have, Elite, that's what I did. I configured my paddles and my comp, my macros to take screenshots and videos. But it's still not it's not as simple and as clean as the screenshot button on the PlayStation and the Switch. I agree. Yeah. Although the PlayStation one gives you that extra layer of what do you want to do with this nightmare button, which also includes stream to Twitch and everything else. Like it's mm-hmm. there. Is that what this one is going to do? Is it a universal we share? We don't have no. So their their thing right now is when you take the screenshot or the video, if you download the new app, there's a new Xbox beta app you can download now. It automatically mm-hmm. loads that to your phone. So oh. they're trying to get you from sharing it on the controller altogether. They're like, don't don't type on this keyboard anymore. They're like, pick up your phone, hit share, and share it wherever you want to share it from there. Okay, so okay. That's what they're doing, and I, and I I have been using that, and it, it does work, and it is faster. Still not fast. Uh, I don't. It's think. never going to be what we want it to be if we're the type of people who feel the need to <laughs> sling that stuff onto the yeah, internet. You, can't, right like, fast, you know? can't post batch. You can't post lots of them at one time, um, like you can on the other consoles and things. And like to be honest with you, I mean, I won't go on and on because I already have. Like the folks that have listened to me for years, they already know this. I think it's a huge miss. I, th- I honestly think yeah. one of the biggest innovations this last generation was sharing in the share buttons, and Xbox I- completely missed it. I would I would agree and I think that what Sony has done with letting you push to Twitch and or capture your last 15 seconds of video or whatever was so much more elegant than Microsoft's. We did it for you. See if you like it because they did hey, do that. Hey Xbox, record that. Come on Don Matrick, get out of here Don, with this ridiculous. I disconnected my yeah. connect so it can't uh, have a connection. But coach, bit. the new controller I'm actually legit excited for. I, I love the D-pad, the Elite D-pad. And they're talking about the new bumpers not having like that um there's like an error level there. If you kind of press the bumpers on the side, they may not register and stuff. Like all that's gone now. And there's a groove 
to where you rest your finger, you know, like you curl your finger around kind of like in the middle, there's a groove to let you know that you're there so you don't accidentally press the bumper and the trigger. And uh, I know that doesn't sound like a lot, but as much as I've played my Xbox, I was like, yeah, that makes sense to me. Like that registered instantly told me that I was like, yeah, that's a better controller. My only complaint about the current Xbox controllers is that you can't actually bump the bumpers. Like you're mm. not sliding forward to bump them. You have to click yeah. them. They're very, so I kind of, you know. The impressions I, mean, I, I heard was like, they're more like clicky or like solid. Like when you click them, they're not like, there's no give on okay. the button like there is now. Okay. You know? I just, I, I also own an Elite too, so I'm just like, I'm just going to pair this with my new box. I don't even care. It's go. a weighty, beautiful controller. Can and I, I have a, the, man. the Elite 3 with the Whew. legit configuration that we need. Don't, don't, don't say something like that to me. That's I'll buy too. another one because this is my it's second one. It's happening with Gear 6. We're going to get a Gears Elite <sighs> with a I don't buy. Button. I like the plain Elites. I have the white one that came out right before the Here Series 2, Mo and I use that with my PC. He's going to flex on Look at him. He's trying to move without disconnecting. From the microphone. I'm just gonna, and then I got the regular black Elite too, and and he's got stuff in boxes. Oh, he's got the um, Crimson Gears of War. Oh, he's he got, got the, the pretty Elite. one. That's oh. the Elite, the only one that's that the anybody needs to have. That's the original Elite, right? Yeah, that's a Gen One. Yeah, okay. So we're gonna get Which a Gear has... Six Elite with a share button, and it's gonna be glorious. I am also excited about them updating Design Lab with the new controllers because actually, yeah. like yep. Design Lab is pretty legit. Are you um, going to design us an Xbox Empire? Yeah, I controller? could do that. Let's so go. On Shaq, I said I'm here for it, and I was informed that you're rubbing off on me. <laughs> they were like, "See, that's Elaine rubbing off on Donnie. He never used to say that, and now all of a sudden he says that." So what I, I've been asked to do is design a coffee mug. Oh with yeah, the new the new logo on it that says. I'm here for it. Yes, please. Whoever suggested that is my new best friend. Um, you could also Garrett. put rad on it because I'll say rad pretty often too. And eventually I think it'll that's going to be a design. We're going to have an official mug of the Xbox Empire. <laughs> I'm so happy right now. <laughs> Make it I'm a good almost... size mug though. Oh, no, no, no. It's going to be like a bowl. Okay. I'm it's going to need to be at least 20 ounces <laughs> because I have two small children in my house. So we're going to eat cereal and... out of it. Yeah. Well, I've done that with this one actually. <laughs> all right let's there's more news we're going to keep it moving a little bit but the short version of these uh this whole thing is that that the box is real and we're going to get it soon we've seen the when box they, how do you, do you like the packaging i think it's hilarious oh because they clearly printed the packages with a giant ass halo thing you on the back was, of them yeah it's it's cringy almost because of all the stuff that has happened in there for me um and it's going to be kind of a bummer for consumers who don't know you know what I mean? Like, well, where's the game that goes with this? You know, Master like, Chief but, Collection, baby. It's packed in with your yeah, Game Pass. Fine. fine. <laughs> they should put a code for that in the box. Do you keep they, your boxes? No. no Only for my you most. Look at me like I was crazy. I keep my box. I keep no. my boxes for stuff I may need to RMA because I've maybe read on the internet that they might need to. But like, if it breaks, they'll send me a box. Now I don't care. <laughs> this is a small house, my dude. <laughs> Like, no, yeah, no boxes. I have a, yeah. a like a, a console legacy of boxes in the attic. <laughs> Where do you? But what? Kidding, what is I pack them all back in the ones that I keep anyway, right? And then like okay. if I sell them, I usually sell them with the original box, and it actually ups the value. You turn things over more than me, like, and all my old consoles are out. I like, turn things over still. more than anybody. I'm like pawn stars over here. You, it's it's actually disturbing. <laughs> you need a really thick gold. I sold chain. my Mario pens. I had my Mario pins for all of two hours. I had them. I got them, unpacked them, took a picture, put them on eBay, put them back in the box, put them back in the mail. 
I wish I was surprised by this information. <laughs> oh, I told it when I, when I when I got them. People are like, yeah. I hate the people that are selling them. I was like, totally sell them mine. What am I going to do with five Mario pens? Uh, look. Hey, Elaine. You're talking to the wrong person. I'm Guess what idiot. I got? Guess what I got? Oh, no. Valhalla. Thank okay, you. all right. Thank you, Mario pens. Are you going to play as the Viking lady? I'm not sure yet. I've, I oh. typically always play as the lady, and I always have, but I have actually, not to sound all hipster and cool, oh, I do think I'm a little tired of playing as the female heroine, because I think I've done it like the majority of this gen. Either when given the option, or just like so many games, this gen has slanted, skewed off to the female hero, which is great. I love to see it. It's just, I'm doing it a lot, so I, I'm actually thinking that I'm starting to crave like some something different or just something some testosterone in your just life something like just like a little variety you know it's just like i've played it's as fair aloy and then ellie and then abby and it's like this is everybody you know laura's still around like there's just a you know kate there's like that was uh i think that's been like a theme of this generation like thematically in games like the female protagonist has definitely got to be one like that's been a uh, a conscious effort on developers part and i will say here for it oh because <laughs> there you go because for me uh yeah i had to but for me like i played as the male character for the better part of my entire life with the exception of like metroid when i was so excited sure. as a little kid like oh my god it's not a italian man i totally <laughs> get the bad mustache every like, time a game gave me the option to make or choose i always played as as as, yeah. as lady uh, skyrim all of it all the time but now that so many are like making that the way now i'm just like now i gotta start playing as something else for the longest mm. time, I actually chose the male characters because for a while, at least when they started giving the option, oftentimes the male voice actors had slightly better performances. And mm. I was like kind of here sense. for that. But as soon as like Mass Effect came along and Jennifer Hale's uh, Commander Shepard came along, I was like, we're done here. They figured yep. it out. <laughs> yep. We figured it all out. The, the females are here and uh, they're better at this than most of the boys. So plus, you know. I want to be a war Viking lady. So this is just a power fantasy for me, really. Sure. So. Respect. <laughs> All right. Let's talk. Since we talked about, we're talking about some older games. So let's talk about backwards compatibility because Microsoft has decided to drop a giant article on the, um, it was on like Xbox wire. Yep. Mm -hmm. Right. And there was a ton of stuff in here. It was like, a flex. It was a flex and it was a flex. And I'm going to quote. <laughs> backwards compatible games run natively on the xbox series x and s running with the full power of the cpu gpu and ssd no boost mode no down clocking the full power of the consoles for each and every backward compatible game they just stood up on top of a pile of xboxes and just flex yeah that's what happened 100 <laughs> they have put so much effort into their backwards compatible team and they've done so much which we're going to detail here that I actually think it was good for them. Good, good on you for taking a victory lap and showing sure. showing your work, showing the fruit of your effort. They made a really big effort during this current generation to make that stuff go. And yeah. they received a lot of criticism up front for it and how it went. And then as time went on, it got better and better and better. You can flex all you want. If people care about older games and even games they didn't get to in this gen, that's the best way to do it right now. So, So what's in this, Donnie? Break it down. So you have a thousand Xbox games that shipped before HDR. So like 
X, original Xbox, Xbox 360. This was, these were things before HDR came out. So all of them are in standard dynamic range. And without any developers having to do anything, they didn't have to touch the game code or, or go back and select an option or even go through certification, the Xbox back and pat team has deployed auto HDR, which we've heard them talk about, but we've yet to really see demonstrated. And they showed off several examples. You have side-by-side screens with um, Subnautica. I've also read that this is... I already forget the name of it now, like isometric scaling or 16 times, whatever it's called. I didn't understand it. Uh, it's a PC thing that PC gamers do. Anti-scropic, something like that. It's just and, going uh, well already. Yeah. And uh, uh, <laughs> what it does, though, I, here's the important part. I think this is more important than saying it correctly or accurately. The important part is it's a it's a filtering mechanism that a lot of PC games do. The console games um, haven't really done on a bigger scale, 16 times. You've seen it at four or eight. But what this does is uh, I think everybody knows draw distance. You're running around an open world and you can clearly see like a horizontal line 20 feet in front of your character where before that line, everything is really nice. And after that line, everything is really muddy. And it's usually the better the console, the further that line is away from you. So in like Breath of the Wild, that line is like three feet in front of Link. And then, you know, like in, in Anthem, it's like 20 feet in front of your of your character. Um, so this filtering mechanism basically extends a lot of that detail further out. And it like gradually blends into the background. So when you're seeing it side by side, you may not notice it at first. But if you start paying attention to the details, you'll see like um, a lot of times, a lot of the examples, they use like cobblestone or bricks or something like to mm-hmm. show it because you'll see the edging and the indents and the things in the bricks way further out toward the horizon of the picture than with it off. So they're bringing this with with the auto HDR to really improve, enrich your visual experience. Even though you're playing these old games, they look better. They look so yeah. much better. Um, I, as somebody who is a big nerd i would love to know how the algorithm that they use for hdr this auto hdr is calculating that like what is it doing because hdr for people who maybe don't care or don't know it's like it makes colors pop more that's the best way i know how to like explain it to people who just don't care uh it just it makes it look prettier but it makes it look more vibrant to you and it gives you more range of color right and more range of whites and blacks so the idea that like they're doing something and taking an image in and signals processing it to make it look even better automatically i want to know what dark voodoo magic or what god you're sacrificing to to make that work because i mean you know i'll i'll sacrifice to that one i've seen that's how you get ghosts also i've seen some really great examples of it and i've i've seen some tweets about some games where it it doesn't come off as well like it it's too bright in some areas and i'm sure they'll continue to hone in on that but like uh jeff grubb has backwards compatible uh footage of banjo it looks like a remaster it looks so yes games that are really like i find that hdr especially when it's like this works the best in games that are almost cartoony in colors that really are already vivid um outer worlds would probably be one because it has some areas that are very colorful and uh journey to the savage planet would probably pop really nicely with oh yeah for sure like games that are just like blue purple instead of just gray and four different shades of gray and maybe some blood you know in addition to the HDR, in addition to these filtering techniques, they're also boosting the uh, frame rate of certain select games. And they showed off uh, Fallout 4, which is that running one at 60 it. frames. <laughs> that one really frames needed the frames. locked, solid. Oh, man. I would, lo- I would really love to see that because Fallout 4, was, it had some parts. It had some roughness to it. 
the Fallout Four sixty frames was also running on the S, the little oh the the cute baby. So it was it's even on the S console. You're gonna get this. And, um, you know, they just went on and showcased more and more things that they're doing across the board. But basically, um, they're just in, they're enhancing the way the games look, the way the games played. Um, they showed Fallout. They showed Subnautica. I've seen Banjo. Um, yep. Polygon did a whole thing on Crackdown, which looks oh. kind of incredible. If you haven't seen it, go look at the video. Crackdown running at 60 frames a second with HDR turned on and at like a slightly, you know, scaled resolution. Looks like a remaster. Like a cheap remaster of a game, like a like an EA remaster. Like it, that's what the thing looks like. It looks great. I like, wonder if it looks better than Crackdown Three did. It, I mean, I don't look. I don't mean to throw shade, but uh, <laughs> that game is not good. It looks so, fantastic. And, Crackdown uh, One is one of my favorites. I would play it again. Just my, give me a reason. My big takeaway from all of this that I actually wanted to bring to the to the show because backwards compatibility has become a feather in Microsoft's cap and a divider amongst console gamers where everybody, sure. uh, you know, people that don't have it apparently don't care about it and people that have it, they love it, but they don't have any new games. Um, I love backwards compatibility. I always have. And even if you don't, I'm always puzzled by the notion that a company shouldn't do it. Um, I've seen a lot of folks being like, well, Sony doesn't want to invest into that. It's not a giant investment. They're a billion dollar corporation. You're asking them to buy studios and stuff, but you don't want them to have backwards compatibility. Even if you don't use it, I don't see there's no downside to having backwards compatibility. Like it's the thing I just don't understand. There's zero downside. And um, that's it. Uh, ultimately, I, I just really like it. And it, it gives me a lot of confidence. And this is a big reason why I started this gen when they didn't have backwards compatibility and the Xbox was underpowered. I switched to PlayStation. I think anybody that was actually considering, you know, their options was doing so because it just they weren't doing anything. Backwards compatibility was a huge reason to swing me back the other way. Sure. Because they they honored my my legacy purchases. When I buy a game on Xbox, I believe in having that purchase there more than on I do on other consoles. Like if given the option, I would typically buy my game on Xbox and I love my Switch. I'm just not convinced that I'm going to be able to play that game I bought on Switch anytime into the future. I have no yeah, that's... confidence that that's going to happen. You know, yeah. but with, with Xbox, I'm like, look, I've got all these games that I bought on 360 and that I've purchased on original Xbox and got with these promotions. Like, it's all playable. I can just keep playing. So there are some ones that I really wish were there that aren't, but I can't really complain about it. Like, tons and tons and tons of games. And, uh, I like that they've done this because I and I think they had to. That's the other thing. A lot of people go, they had to do backwards compatibility because they didn't have exclusives. I don't think that's it at all. That's console wars. I think they had to do backward compatibility to make their kind of quasi step into supporting PC more. Maybe that's expected. It's not a luxury in the PC space. Backwards compatibility is expected. That's the standard. You will absolutely have backwards compatibility. So I don't think Xbox could have done that. you know, I don't think they could have done that console thing on PC space. I think the other reason that I think both both Sony and Microsoft are kind of up against it this time, because to be clear, the PS5 is supporting PS4 games, almost all of them, right? Maybe not as elegantly, but they're yeah. supporting them. This is a seven year console cycle. That's a lot of video games that have been stacked up. And to tell people, well, stick your whole library in a box in the attic along with the console, that's tough sell. Like we're in a different place now. You know, coach, where are you at with this? Do you play your old stuff or do you stick that um, stuff in a box, man? So the I, I still have my 360. It's the R2D2 edition. Um, I would have sold it had 
um, I had like two to 300 Xbox 360 games. I have three left. And the only reason I have them is because they haven't come to backwards compatibility. Right. Same. Yep. Um, the only backwards compatible game that I've ever played, it was my favorite one, which is Enslaved. I actually adored that game when it came out. Um, but I still have NCA 14. Yep. Mm-hmm. I still have Nike Fit Club. Um, and I still have uh, the Zumba one because that's just a, it's a banging game. My yep. 360 and my Connect, they're great. I don't care what anyone says. Those are the only three games I have still for my 360. And once those three, if they ever make their way to backwards compat, the 360 is gone. Sure. Right? I, I don't need it, but I keep it because I play NCA once a week. Uh, I do Nike Fit Club because it's good for the knees. Um, but yeah, for me, this is one of those where it's cool, but I just don't use it the way people think you will. Now, the Xbox One to the Xbox One X, that's going to be different, right? Because now that Series X jump, now the 200 and some physical games I have here in the room, yeah. all of those go with me. Like, I don't have to worry about them. Yep. Um, and I think that's pretty important when you're looking at it, right? So you get to keep all that. Yeah, it's like it's a hot swap box, right? Like I take mm-hmm. out my Xbox One of whatever variety you happen to have. And every game that I could currently play on that box, 360, original Xbox, and current games go forward. Mm-hmm. Like they almost have to. You sold me a story and I bought in. And I'm one of those people who doesn't trade stuff in. I keep games. I just want the option. Mm-hmm. Do I use it every day? No. How I cool just like it having it. Your purchases, like this investment you've made, not only do you get to play them, they're getting better without you paying yeah. anything. They're just getting better. Like it's the versions of Crackdown that you can play in 26 <laughs> days is going to be twice as good as the version that you bought and you, they didn't make you pay for anything. That's nuts. And for me, like I said this a couple of weeks ago, I've said this a couple of times, like I love video games and I like so many different genres that I always run into the situation where I have more games to play than I have time. Sure. So there's always games that are holdovers, right? That I didn't get to. And now I'm sitting on those games and I'm going, what if I just waited like 26 days and then popped them in because they're going to run better. And that's, this is probably the first time I've had that experience. It is the first time I've had that experience and it's wild. Sometimes I like just get nostalgic. And I think that's more. Yeah, than I do that. Uh, when yep. Fable, when Fable three came to back and pad, I played Fable three again, sat down <laughs> for two weeks and I played Fable three again. Um, so I, I know that I am that person that I will play an old game. I will totally yeah. go play a three, six, three, I buying three sixty games. I do that when I see them. I bought a copy of Enslaved a couple weeks ago because when that game had originally come out, I loved it. I love that game. I I will... I will sit here and stand that game till the end of time. Um, I traded it because I was in college or like just out and we just didn't have cash. And if I wanted to play mm-hmm. new games, I didn't have a choice. And then I was in a you know store a couple weeks ago and I was like, ah, oh, you know what? I need to own a copy of this now. Like I need Respect. to physically have a disc. So I do that. I totally do that. And, and like in today's world, they go on sale for yeah. two, three dollars. Yeah. So they're easy pickups. You can grab them and play them if you want to. Um, but I, I, and that's just the thing. I realize that it's become like this whole, you know, this box does this and that box doesn't, but I ultimately really, I think it's objectively a good thing. That doesn't mean you have to have it. It doesn't mean you have to trump for it, but like, there's no downside to having like Xbox isn't not making a game because they have the backwards compatible team working on this. No, they, and they definitely did a thing where they, they gave people jobs to do this work, right? Mm -hmm. Like this was a, a piece of their company that they supported people's jobs with. You know, and they continue to support people's jobs with. I'm, I'm here for that. If they can pay people to do this, like, yeah, let's just keep doing it. There's no, like you said, there's no downside. Yep. Let's go. All right. We talked about the old games. Let's talk about the new ones. 
Uh, actually, you know what? Before we do that, there were a couple of listener questions that fit with this vibe. So, Garrett, with backwards compatible games getting a significant boost by the Series X, do you imagine seeing major third-party devs patch previous titles to unlock more frame rates or other improvements? So maybe like a fixed 30 game. Do you think they would patch it? I hope That's so. That's an interesting question. Me too. Because that Assassin's Creed demo, the Digital Foundry, it looks great. Yeah, but Unity. Yeah. It was specifically Unity, right? Right, it was Unity, but you have to buy the disc version and not patch it. So you've yes, got to play from the disc and you've got to not patch it. Because they, okay, so to be clear, Unity was hot garbage oh, at launch. And in order to fix how hot garbage it was, they locked the frame rate to 30. And then they started putting people's faces back on the models. Um, I love that game because uh, I love the setting, but it was a hot mess. The setting like looks gorgeous. Years. I never played what, it because I knew what a, kind of a mess it was. It was so I didn't what, play it. what makes me laugh about this, I don't know if I'm the only one who does this, but I buy every AC game. Um, I do too. And I've beaten every one of them. But what I do after Assassin's Creed 3, I realized you can't play at launch. So I pick it up and I just wait a month. Yeah. And after about a month, they've, they've uh, fixed it. Yeah. And it, yeah. that's what, so like I'll be picking up AC Valhalla at launch. And then sometime in the middle of December is when it's actually going to get installed and played because that's when the patches come out. It's kind of an Ubisoft special, right? Especially yeah. for hardware launches. Like, come on, they do this every time. We all know they do. But um, I mean, like for me, I bought them on PC so I could throw more power at the problem because that yeah. solves a lot of their issues, it seems. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm curious if a bunch of devs will go back and be like, oh, unlock the frame rate. And let's see what happens. I, I really you know? don't think they would. Um, just because it's time and investment that they probably, they're not going to sure. see a return on. Like you're not paying for it, except that maybe like a big publisher, maybe a big publisher might. Like Ubisoft could, could do it. I could see them doing it unless they had remaster plans. So maybe not Unity if you're going to remaster and try to resell me any of your video games. Maybe you just do that one from the good of your heart. Right. Just saying. Because yeah. <laughs> I could see bad. a big publisher just being like, yeah, we're going to go and unlock some things and just kind of make it a little bit better. What about Bethesda? Oh, yeah. What about those games they're that Microsoft now owns? I think they will patch some of those. Yeah, they're going to do yeah. all of those, I think. Let's go. Yeah. That'll be good. Um, Semi-related, Sam asked, what current-gen game are you most excited for playing on the new hardware with new improvements? Coach, do you have anything that you want to take forward? Um, no. Everything that I bought, I bought the extra editions of so that they go straight with me. So cool. Madden, oh, you're FIFA, NHL, uh, NBA 2K, I bought the fancy Kobe edition, which... Whew, that, 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 I teared up taking that one home. Not gonna yeah, lie man. Uh, yeah. The only one that didn't do that was uh, PGA 21. I didn't I didn't see that upgrade on yeah, or that option. No, when I reviewed didn't. it, they um, wouldn't answer that question. I asked them both. Yeah, That's so, a relatively small studio that made yeah. those games. So all of all of my sports games that I bought the be- higher versions of will all carry with me, which I'm pretty jacked about. So you've solved this problem by getting ready. I wonder, I'm curious to yeah, see I what... Yeah, I came in I was ready to go. I'm going to I'm gonna ping you when this is all out. I'll be like, put every disc in and tell me which one is the one to play, which one looks the best. Because gotcha. I think it's going to be basketball. But I think it's going to be FIFA. I'm, you think I'm it's going to be FIFA? FIFA looks better this year than any year I've played it. And we're talking, I've been, I've, I've played every FIFA since 2001. Damn. So we're looking at almost 19 years in a row of me playing FIFA. And this one is spectacular. They oh, did such a great job. You're, I don't need a soccer game. I already bought a UFC game because I made the mistake of talking to you on the internet. I like <laughs> I like the UFC games and I loved three. So all you had to do is be like, yo, it's good. And then uh, Amazon was like, yo, it's $30. And you oh, get it up. Worth it. So, worth it. I, I, don't talk me into buying FIFA. What are you doing? 
<laughs> yeah, I have a feeling FIFA doesn't look the best. Um, the last two Madden patches that came out were not great cosmetically, um, and the NHL one is still kind of crawling out of the sewer that it was from last year. <laughs> How is the Madden uh, community doing? Are they still like just hating that game? Uh, so numbers wise online, um, I'm finding competitive matches, so I'm not having an issue there. I think the longest I've had to wait was about 30 seconds, so okay. that tells me that there's an avid player base. Um, the franchise modes. This is the first year that like my group of friends that normally do franchise mode with me, uh, Dan, who's a, a PSBG fan, um, he's literally said, I'm, I'm not playing Madden with you again until next gen because he, he, he took some whoopings. Um, I felt bad. <laughs> I felt bad for him and the things he had to endure. Um, so the problem was in year seven of an online Madden league, we did a Marvel superhero draft and I picked the Incredible Hulk with the number one pick who was the greatest defensive lineman who's ever lived. And it just wrecked shop. It wasn't, it was the cheat code basically. Um, so this is like our first year not playing together. And that's kind of different. Like it's, it's, I'm it's having like a lot of fun. The fan base in total seem to be real upset yeah. with this last one. Like they're, they're. And the, the issues that people are whining about just cause they haven't updated franchise. And I personally believe that there's an update coming on the next system. That's going to answer those questions. Okay. Um, they did a. I thought what they did with for the Madden Ultimate Team was fantastic. It is beautiful. They they actually made the cards a little more fancy. They put some time into the way they developed it, um, and it's not so easy to just spend money and have, be, have a great team. You actually have to earn it a little bit, which is nice. Oh, I like to hear that. I like to hear that it's not just like pay to win. You know, yeah. this is still not going to get me to play Madden this year, but like maybe next year. Game Pass. You know, I'll wait for uh, it yeah, it, it, oh, that's right. All the EA stuff. Yeah, that's right. Trial. All the EA games what come to Game Pass the- now. That's so I, great. I do it? like Madden. It's I'm just so terrible. Amazing. It. It's been but buried yeah. by the Bethesda news, but once yeah, they start yeah, showing whoops. up, people are going to be like, oh, that's a thing. <laughs> I forgot about that. So wild. It's still so wild to me. It's it's getting real <laughs> weird. I might. Is FIFA included in that? Yep. Mm-hmm. Is that in there? All right. Maybe I will try FIFA. Now, you won't get, you won't get, you'll only get the 10 hour trial. That's okay. Because um, FIFA normally releases um, somewhere around March yeah. is when it, when it goes in uh, to the vault. Uh, you're going to get Madden in the middle of January, beginning of February. Um, they try to push those sales up until then. And then you'll get that in the vault. You're going to get NHL in probably a month. So Ooh. squadrons. Um, you're not going to see. No I don't way. think that you want these squadrons for a year. Summer? You, dude, look at what the Fallen Order. Yeah, Fallen Order. Fallen Order. Still yeah, is yeah, it I guess you're right. You're right. They, it's they, Star Wars. That's Disney thing. That's a whole still, other thing. Like I was thinking, uh, it two, took two, two years for Battlefront to make it in yep. there. I was so thinking I'm with gonna, it being multiplayer, maybe they'd want to do that to kind of give it a boost. I, yeah, I think it's going to stay the exact same model where it's going to take okay. two years and then they're going to cycle you through and then put it back in. I legit think that has something to do with the, with the Disney ownership of that those franchises. I think that's got to be in a contract somewhere because it's always like that. But sports games, you know, it's like, look, as soon as we hit the sales hump and start to go down, you can have it in the vault. Coach, let so. me ask you this because you're you're more in tune with the EA stuff. I have floated the idea with this Game Pass uh, agreement that Xbox has made. Do you think it's possible that you might see games show up to Game Pass via EA Play earlier than it hits EA Play services on PC or PlayStation. Yes. I, I fully believe they could give you like a two week window yeah. where it's ahead of everybody like a month else. Of to- a month ahead or something. Yeah. So if let's say NHL was supposed to launch October 1st, um, then we would have gotten it in the middle of September and they would have given, I, I bet in that deal, they give you an extra 10 hours. So instead of oh. a 10 hour window, it was 20. 
Mm. And then they do they go full release at that same time everybody else is getting it for the ten hour. Mm. Hmm. That would be interesting. I could definitely see them working that out because here's the thing: we all know that FIFA is a powerhouse. Like FIFA sells huge numbers every year. It's crazy, and that's across three three systems. FIFA on Switch did really well this year. The twenty one one did really well. Um, So now you get FIFA twenty one early on this this deal, this pass, this system. Now where's your FIFA machine? Yeah. And that's, that's pretty sure. important. That's the reason the 360, when FIFA was hitting on the 360, that's why they were flying off the shelves overseas and you're getting them in Europe because of the fact that that was the FIFA console. So yeah. does this drive sales in Europe for this console? Because it it's been, the Xbox One did not perform super well. PlayStation uh, owns Europe. Yeah. Uh, and Japan, that's where they live, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But I'm curious to see if at least this moves the needle. Do I expect it to knock the PS5? No, please. It's not going to happen. They're too embedded, but I could see it at least giving it a bump with someone who's like kind of in the middle and agnostic and only buys sports games. You know, maybe. I think, I think it's going to take the EA number. games hitting Game Pass and that news starting to reverberate because right yes. now it's not reverberating. Everybody's forgot it. But once yeah. they start releasing and if they make a deal out of it. So like when Madden hits EA play and then Xbox starts going, now you can play Madden as a part of Game Pass. Yeah, that that you might be able to win over some. This is why the halo image on the box bums me out. And I know that that was set in stone long ago, and I know you have to print yeah, boxes, so right? But that that real estate would have been better spent selling you on Game Pass hardware. I 100% agree with you there. I would have loved that to have... Is, could you imagine if the back of the box was just a checkerboard tile, of tiles? Exactly. Of all the big stuff, right? And you know what? like Play day one. It would have been so huge to have to like be in a store and look at boxes around Christmas or whenever there's stock and flip that box over and just be like, you can play this on day one. There's a code in the box, free yep. month. Free. No, that's, that's what you call it. You call it free. And I know people don't want to say that, but if you're marketing, Asterix, this 30 is days. exactly what you say. Play all of these games today for free. I It's a missed opportunity. That Even if, even without the Bethesda and the EA stuff, sell it on the flip the box over and show all the games you can play right now with the code that's sitting inside that box for free. For 100%. 30 days. That, um, that would have been the sell. The current gen games, if I may, I wanted to say yeah. that uh, somebody floated the idea of what if Ubisoft patched Far Cry? I oh. totally would replay Far Cry 5 if they boosted that game. I liked that game. that game. If we had a big, I love that game. If we had a big, I liked, yeah. If we had a big update and it was like, it's at 60 and it's beautiful, and I'm like, yes, I'm going to replay yeah. the whole thing. Um, I'm trying the, to think of what or I Or Primal, wanted. the best Far Cry. No. I didn't love Primal, but I played yeah, Primal. I played I them loved all. Primal. I liked I New Dawn as well. I didn't like that one. Uh, I liked New Dawn. I told you my reasons. Yeah, Primal <laughs> is the only Far Cry 1000. Oh, that's nice. Speaking of games I've 1000, I might drag The Witcher forward. My only um, pause with that one is that they have promised a patch. Yeah, with HDR the patch, and performance. Yeah. So now I'm just like, I want to play that one with the improvement and the beef to it. Show me the tress effects. Give me more I'm hair. excited to hear more about this old back and pad stuff. Um, the games that come yeah. to mind are like Spec Ops the Line or like Rainbow Six Vegas. Oh, if the HDR and the stuff is like way... I, I'm totally down to run through those campaigns again because at the time, they were beautiful. Like the dust storms and like the neon and the Vegas slot machines. And I would yeah. totally play that if it was better. It's like, hey, it's awesome now. Yeah. I would I would bring gears forward. I would do those again, all in order. I haven't in a very very long time. Um, I would take just a quicker loading time. That's all it would take me to get me back in those games. What do you like the idea forward. of a gears collection, like the Halo Master Chief thing? Have you guys played the the Gears Two or, or Gears Three on back and pad on the Xbox One? 
Mm-mm. I was wondering if the multiplayer still worked because I'm curious. Best if horde that's mode. true. I would I would replay three with somebody in a second. Let's do horde. Well. Let's yeah, dude. Let's play horde Ooh, mode. We should do this. Mode. Let's do this. I play a horde mode I'm again. Down. There's lots yeah. of cursing. <laughs> It'll be great. <laughs> I'm super bad at just, it. Let's uh, go. We don't get a chance to talk about games, but uh, I just replayed gears. I just did. The See, last you gears mentioned last week. that. Yeah, I've been I playing it for to, about uh, three weeks. I've been playing it off and on in between other things. I went through the Dead Space collection because I had never played them and I thought about going back through Gears and like I said, I'm kind of in this weird, like I've said this on Twitter, I'm in a weird stasis where it's like, I want to play things, but now I'm just like, but if I wait, it'll be better. That's me. I bought Call of Duty, I bought Valhalla, but I'm not playing anything. I'm like just pushing everything off. I'm like, I'm just going to keep replaying some stuff. I'm just playing Tetris. I'm like, I've become like a grandma <laughs> sitting with my tea, giant tea mug and Tetris. Like in my day, video games had blocks, kids. I'm really glad I went back to the original Gears. Not that I'd forgotten it, but it was just a reminder of um, how different the original Gears is from where we are now. The yeah. original Gears is so much more like horrific and gothic in, mm-hmm. in tone and in, in and style. And spoopy. It's scary. It's like creepy. It's yeah. unnerving. Like they were going almost to jump yeah, the scare places. and stuff you have to do, and it's, it's like scary. it's so different. And it's not that one. It's not better or worse than the other. It's just different. And I I kind of appreciate both. And I was talking. I think I was talking to Kevin. I was like, man, what if they did like Gears of War collection remastered? Like do the whole thing over again. I would buy that in a second. Like yeah, I, I have very too. strong feelings about all the Gears games except Judgment. Coach said it. I just don't. Yep. I just don't give a crap. Was too much. They, they, they joked way too much. They yeah, it was way yes. too much. I don't. Like, coming I don't from like ba- Baird as a character, yeah, so Baird I just, sucks. So it's not even enough of that. <laughs> that's coming from is. like the seriousness of one to the heartbreak in two to the sacrifice in three, like we had had some amazing stories. Epic. Yes. And you then give us the fourth one, which is Baird. I just... Guys, Baird doesn't even like Baird. I I don't think he does. I think he wakes up every morning and looks in the mirror and like, Uh, oh, you again? Great. Cool. Uh, I just, I wish, I I don't care that it's a prequel. I wish they had given us any other character, like literally any other character. (laughs) If they would have given us a full one on Coltrane, I would have been all about that. Coltrane game would be dope bless up that would be good <laughs> that, I mean, that would be the funny one to do right that, that yeah. one would be hilarious and you could have like a buddy cop thing it would be good i'm coach my new thing is i want i want machine games to make a gear spinoff i'd be down for that that's my yeah, that's sure. my whole new thing now it's like this is what i want to will into existence in the world i want them to make a gears spinoff i don't want it to be like about the gears i just want regular foot soldiers but set in gears universe with machine so games like odst but that's like exactly by machine like who let's make, go yeah who makes data decay <laughs> undead labs yeah. I would like Undead Labs to make a Gears themed State of Decay where you're being I need them like to show me that they can make a better game first. You need to stop. Say the K2 was a gem. A gem. There's nothing about that game that is a gem. Oh, no. I'm having a hard time loving you right now. The boys are fighting. Girl. Listen, gentlemen, fight nicely. Okay. You can say all you want, but it's janky. Around. The base building is beautiful. The gunplay is phenomenal. There's nothing beautiful and about scavenged. the visuals in that game. Oh, God. Uh, what have I gotten? I'm actually kind of glad that Coach is here to help me heckle you, though, like because it's not—I don't have to hold up this whole heckle mo- machine by myself. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. <laughs> you know, you can handle it. That's why we do it because yep. we love you. All right, let's—we're going to go forward. We've talked about back. Let's talk about forward. Um, some gameplay stuff is coming out specific to a few games. So let's talk about Dirt Five first. So people, this was weird. Like I expected this. People aren't pumped. Some people, people are pumped. Are angry. Some, yeah, like I don't. Uh, I got. So, I got. 
So here's the thing that I think is funny. Um, people said they wanted Xbox next gen gameplay. They got it. Full gameplay. Dirt 5, full yep. previews. Uh, Yakuza, like a dragon, full previews. Yep. And then everybody hated on Dirt 5's performance, which I, I understand why. But here's the interesting thing that I, I don't think was being pointed out often enough. Over on Twitter, there are a lot of people with console wars, right? Most powerful console can't even run Dirt 5. Here's the funny oh thing. The most powerful console comment is legit. It's real. It's not like a thing that we need Digital Foundry to tell us. We're not waiting for them to get the boxes to tell us. We know. The GPU in the Series X is better. It just is. So if it's running at this on Series X, what do you think is going to run on PS5? Are you going to hate There's it that. too? There's that. There's a, so here's, worse. I have a number of problems with this. One, there's that, um, which is the snarky way to look at this. The other way to look at this is, uh, I don't think this is final code. I suspect oh, it's there will definitely be a patch, not. They said it right? was. They said it was weeks old code. They've already done better. Exactly. So that's number one. And number two is like we're viewing this footage now. Performance dropped frames are dropped frames. Okay, mm -hmm. but we're viewing this footage on our tiny ass laptop monitors. That has been captured without HDR, just capable displays, without your whatever rate, you Can't know, refresh rate. You're watching trash. You're watching captured garbage. It's so hard to distinguish a 1080p game from a 4K game in a streamed capture, like piece of footage. It's so just what we're talking hard. about, uh, Dirt 5 has options. You can run yes. the frame rate mode at 4K 60. Locked 60, correct? Yep. Yes. You That's can run image quality mode which adds a bit more detail like you have more people in the crowds detailed shadows and everything at dynamic 4k which digital foundry said drops to as low as 1800 but usually sure. stays around 4k at 60 frames or potentially or higher yeah that's interesting i wonder if they'll lock that down a little bit more when it releases then there's the performance mode which targets 1440 at 120 frames a second with drops down to 1080 this is not 1440 on the S. Right. This is 1080 on the S, correct? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that's a distinguishing point to make also. Which is hilarious because people are like, you're going to drop it down. There are some haters. They're hating on Dirt 5. And they're like, you're going to drop this down to 1080. It's like, it's 120 frames. That's a lot of frames. That's more There's frames than any console. There's nothing on our current console. So that's no. 120 frames. You've never seen it before. On a box the size of a Bible that I have in my house. When you look at the S, it is like the size of a large Bible. Now, uh, Ryan McCaffrey did a preview coverage over at IGN, and I think his comments were the ones that got most people, I think, talking about is he said that his eyeballs were disappointingly unmelted. And I think this is actually a really great talking point. I was talking to uh, Jeff Grubb in his Discord about it over the weekend because the thing that I've been trying to put out in the ether is I don't think people are going to have the next gen conditioned experience of, Oh my God, this is a whole different world. This, these games are going to look relatively the same as the games you have now. They're just going to be so much better, so much faster, so much yeah. more stable, but to some that isn't worth a console generation or something. I don't know. I mean, to me, I, I couldn't be more excited and, and to be frank uh, on the footage that I watched for dirt five, I watched it at 4k. 60 mm -hmm. and i watched the youtube and i waited for it to buffer and load and everything i thought it looked great no joke i thought it looked great i was like this looks and i'm not a racing guy which i'm still not gonna buy it but i was watching and i was like this looks really good i do i think that yeah we're in this place where 
if you expect your eyes to be melted off, if we're going to use his hyperbole here, yeah. uh, they're not going to be. That's just not how this works, right? And you have to also keep in mind, like, a lot of people are going to plug this thing into a 1080 set. Maybe not a lot of people listening to this show, but a lot of people in America and the world are going to plug this thing into a 1080 set. So what they're going to see isn't some new visual upgrade. What they're going to see is, oh, crap, I can quick resume four games and everything is so much snappier. And that's that's the your, issue that we you know. have with the X and the Pro models that we have is we have yeah. games in 4K. We sure. have games at 4K60. The difference is all of our games aren't 4K60. The difference is we only have like a handful of games that actually have 4K60. What yeah. what these consoles are offering is all games that are offering 4K60, like across the board, a new standard. Um, and it's weird because I feel like people are saying in some of the comments that are out on Twitter and replies to like the IGN thread and stuff like that, people are like, I, my consoles already do that. And it's like, just because Gears can do it, doesn't mean your console does it. Yeah. Like that's a specific case. These it can consoles do it. can do it. There's an, it can do it, but right. Like yeah. coach, I got a question for you. When you got a, these consoles, the ones we have now, when is the first time after buying them, you really felt like the, the actual, like the devs got their hands around how to actually write code for the damn thing and to actually give um, you that experience. It was the second Madden game. The first Madden game that released uh, 25, 25. On, on the Xbox was awful. Right. That game. Worst Madden game I've ever played. I always love when people are like, oh, well, this Madden, this one was awful. I'm like, no, Madden 25 was awful. Madden 25 made me not want to play Madden. And that's been my bread and butter my whole life. Um, and that, it was that second one where I was like, okay, I can see it. The thing that um, why I wanted to kind of respond to what you're saying is I don't understand some of these people with the things they're asking for. Because for me, if I'm playing FIFA and I go for a crosser and that ball moves just a fraction of a second better or faster um, on the or the Series X, then it was worth my purchase. Sure. Right. Because that's all I need. I need it to be more accurate, more detailed for me to play the games that I play. Um, and so to me, like if it's just a little bit better then I'm happy because that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for that marginal improvement as we continue to develop better technology. Um, I think expecting dirt five, which was built to run on this series hardware efficiently to look monumentally better. It's just, that's, that's just, I, I I do take a little issue with, uh, Ryan said, he said something, he compared it to Forza, and he was like, you know, it's not Forza. And it's like, that's, that's, that's not That's fa- unfair. That's not fair to Codemasters. They're not, they ha- they're not yeah. turn 10. They're not Playground. <laughs> also, they that don't we- have built-in support from the maker of the hardware. Exactly. That's cheating. That's like literally turning on every cheat code. And like, uh, you know, chat has been bringing up, like, we're maxing our current hardware out for 4K right now. And yep. barely hitting sometimes 30 Yep. You yeah. know, like we, we're at the top end. Like if you want more, then you need a new box. You're not going to get more out of what we got right now. And I'm coach. I'm with you. Like I got two kids. I work full time. If the, if the console boots up faster and gets me into a game and every single day that I boot up that thing, I save three minutes. It's worth it. That's I'm an in. extra game. I'm adding every week. That's yeah. I can play an extra round or whatever. I can get one extra chapter into a game. I can swap between games if I don't know what I want. Like, that's valuable to somebody That's, like me. That is the feature that I'm so excited for because yeah. I just want to be like, okay, I've got FIFA and Madden. They're booted up. All the time. I just gotta log in. I just gotta log in and go, all right, let's restart this game right here and I'm good to go. I sit before bed sometimes and go, Oh, it's ten thirty. That's gonna take me so damn long to boot up one of these consoles and get into a game that I'm not gonna bother because by the time I get there I only have 15, 20 minutes before I'm tired. Now, now I can just be like, 
Let's go. Jeff, he plays most of his stuff on PC, and he told me he's, he's over the moon about 120 yeah. frames. Like he was playing Dirt 5, 120. He was like, this is amazing. And it was so I'm funny because I would never trade 4K to, to lower the resolution, I don't think. I will play 4K 30 at no 4K option, um, personally, because I, I do like a sharper, you know, cleaner resolution. Sure. Um, but I will take 4K 60 over any other option, um, period. Yes. But he's like, no, I'm playing this 120. He's like, I'm going to play everything at 120, <laughs> if at all possible. It makes me feel like I've never played 120 here. Oh, game. dude. So that's like, the I thing. Have, it's like, maybe I don't even know what I'm talking about. Maybe I'll I play have it. like a 144 hertz monitor that's G-Sync. It's hard to go back. Really? It's hard to go. Like, I can't go below 60 without getting a little frustrated. Like console stuff at 30, I'm like, fine, as long as it's locked. But when it dips below that, I get, I, I don't, I don't love it. I mean, the extra frames for me, I love that and anything that wipes away the tearing. Because tearing drives me nuts. Mm -hmm. It's like a some people see it, some people don't thing. Yeah. So let's talk about one more. So they, like you said, Yakuza, like a dragon, or Yakuza Seven, also got run through the ringer. Uh, so Series X had 4K 30 yep. and 1440 at 60, and this is, you know, again, games that isn't, were developed for current hardware and bumped up, right? But isn't that an improvement for them? Aren't they normally just a little janky? Like, yeah. I, I just started the Yakuza Zero. Um, one of my game. friends loves it, and I was like, you know what? Uh, I need I need something to give me a breather before FIFA comes out. So I jumped in and put like five six hours into then, and that one's you know it's it's pretty janky, and I'm I'm I have even when I looked at the other ones, I didn't see that big of a jump from what I saw of uh, two or Kiwami. Yeah, they they Those have all look pretty similar. They're, they've been floating around 30 forever. I'm not super surprised. Like, pushing 4K with a locked 30, I can live with that. I realize that maybe makes me a peon to some people. Like, I'd like 60, though. Like, uh, it's hard to come down from what I'm at on PC. I, uh, so, on the Series S, it's pushing 1440 at 30 and 900 at 60. It's 900p at 60. Off. That's... I understand why people might be frustrated. At least give us 1080. You know? Mm. Like... If you but, can. If you can, and sacrificing the frames to, to drop below 60, I think you'll notice that more than that slight tip in resolution on most people's sets right now. I, I put this in because I think it was important because people are people are looking at this and basic, placing judgment on the box based on the game and not placing judgment on the game. So for what it's worth, Kwame 2 on PS4 Pro mm -hmm. is at 1080p 30. Yeah, it's it's not running anywhere over 1080p. The, uh, and and yeah. There are some video cards that struggle with that thing to push it to 4K. Yeah. Uh, on a PC. So like it's this isn't like the the best example and you know what if you want to be critical, a little weird that maybe Xbox like led with these. Where's that I, Valhalla marketing agreement you did like where like why not watch that's an, or something? Do you really want to let the early Ubisoft code go though? We've talked about this. We've yeah. talked about day one code for Ubi and how sure. you know coach is like waiting a month. I don't know that I would let Ubi code out. <laughs> I don't know that I would have done that either. Look Coach's point is important. You see it in a year. Let the games get made exclusively for this hardware, and that's where you see it. For now, you're living with a bump off what you had, and the, the quality of life improvements, Like sure. the, that's what you're going to get. That's what you're paying for. Yep. Not, that's worth 500 bucks to me. Like I also point. think it's important to point out, and I don't think a lot of people are, I don't think the people that are, I don't think the majority of the people, I don't want to speak for the people that are buying as a secondary console because I definitely think they are out there. The majority of the people that are going to be interested in a Series S probably don't care. No, they don't. They, this is a way to get a new system in their in their paws uh, at a price that they can afford, and they're probably sitting on a 1080p set. Like I, in fact, 
I'm almost certain of it. I don't want to dismiss, you know, just knowing the knowledge, but like after we kind of get an idea of where the S is and what it can do, I really don't want to hear about the specs of this because it's not the specs console. That's not if you are worried or wanting to know if you're like, well, I was going to get the S, but I would like to know what the resolution is. Then you're then you need an X. Yeah, if that I agree. thought pops into your head, then you need an yeah. you need an X, right? It's the same people who are like the hard drive's too small. If you're the type of person, it's like there's not enough space. It's the wrong console for you. You're buying the wrong console. Yep. It's it's the perfect. Uh, I have a vacation house companion console, or or I want one in the house for the second TV, yeah. or I want to give this one to my kid because they're just going to freaking play Fortnite on it anyway. So you that know comment hurt I mean? like, my feelings. I just want to make sure I told you guys that because we have three Xbox One Xs in this house right now. So do I. I have okay. I have three. I have okay. one in each kid, one with each kid, and those are uh, OGs. Big I don't, boys. I don't, I don't own a vacation house though. So All sure. right, fair <laughs> enough. Look. This is, this is my vacation room. Uh, this is my vacation room, too. There's a little sign that tells the kids not to come down here today. Respected. Uh, we also own three. The nice one is in the basement with me, and the old ones are with the kids. <laughs> but yeah, all right. Fair enough. I mean, like there are people who actually like go places. I'm not one of them. I don't have a vacation no. house. But mm-hmm. like I said, it's the size of a very large Bible. Stick yeah, it. It's super That's tiny, the box that it's, you're going like when you rent an Airbnb. Cheap. Yeah, it's cheap. That's the box when you rent an Airbnb. You don't take the Roku. You take the S. Right yeah. in the right in the suitcase, you know. Respect. So I think I don't know. Look, there's going to be final code. These games will look better when they finally come out. Come out, and then in a year, then it's going to be like, then you're going to see, you know, like that next Madden game, those next sports games. That's where you're going to see it. Really see it. I think 2K is already showing. I think 2K looks incredible. Yes. Yeah. Oh, basketball. All right. Let's move on. Boy, we have more business news. So, Microsoft entered into a partnership with GameStop. Microsoft basically, like, took the shovel away from GameStop and filled the grave half in. They're like, you don't need to go all the way. Look, just, they talked them off the ledge. Um, We didn't talk about this last week, right? No, we didn't. I don't believe we talked about this last week because it was very nebulous. And I don't think last week, I don't think the news was actually news. I know a lot of people were covering it, but I didn't think it was very newsworthy. Right. Because it was Microsoft entered an agreement with GameStop and maybe it had some Xbox ramifications, but it was really just GameStop is going to use Microsoft Dynamics and Surface tablets and stuff to do their store business, which as a former GameStop customer sounds amazing. Genius. Yeah, Yeah, it's very smart. And as a former employee of GameStop, I can also tell you that their system sucks. Have you ever been to a GameStop when the system goes down? Yeah, I have. The manager gets real stressed. It might as well just be like a babysitter place. They're like, we can't help you. Close the doors. (laughs) Give it up. The whole store is shut down. It's like, why is your whole store tied to this one terminal? (laughs) It's it's actually depressing, uh, but this is this sounds like it's more than just that. Like, yes, they're yes. going to help power the retail experience. But now GameStop apparently came out and confirmed this and said that there's a revenue sharing situation that they've established with Microsoft on all the downstream revenue for any device user, whatever that GameStop brings in. That includes digital stuff. Yeah. So that's where it's big. Because that's what Microsoft. Every so all if, access, every game pass, every console, they're getting a piece of that. Just slide the all access one year cards across the table. This is genius actually yeah, this, because GameStop this, needed saving. This is the third time they've tried this by the way. Yeah, that's you're not wrong. The second time was with Cricket. 
You guys remember when GameStop was trying to push oh, Cricket Mobile because they were that. trying to every time I they went were there. trying trying to get that market share. Do you need share. a phone? No, I don't. No, stop <laughs> selling me your phones. <laughs> every every time you paid your bill, they got a piece of that. Yeah. So this is very smart though because GameStop needed help, right? They needed mm-hmm. to be bailed out. GameStop's current business model does not work well with the digital situation that Microsoft is pushing as it stands All right consoles. now. Right, sure. But Microsoft is leaning really hard on the service situation, right? They want to sell you those digital codes. So by making this agreement where they're like, look, 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 we know you don't like this digital stuff, but hear me out, sell it, and we'll give you part of the deal. Yeah. It's genius. They're going to get more, they're going to get more Game Pass in more people's hands. It's good for GameStop in that it gives them some recurring revenue because their used games market is tanked. Like yeah, the, they're, the they're selling t-shirts tank. and yeah, Funkos now. Tank. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but for those of you that are concerned that Xbox is just going to start pushing, or I mean, that GameStop is going to start pushing Xboxes to all customers, they're, they're, I mean, we do see a situation. They now have an incentive, so that's going to happen. But the article that I shared from uh, Seeking Alpha today that had a lot of like um, industry analysis and stock watchers and stuff, they very much blatantly said, look for PlayStation and Nintendo to also join yeah. in on this too as well. So this just seems to be maybe the way of the future. GameStop mm-hmm. is leveraging its footprint and its access and one of the big things that i don't think people talk about that was highlighted in that article that is really really smart cash sales mm-hmm. these console platform providers they don't have a way of dealing with customers with cash and so even teenagers though, even- teenagers <laughs> donnie hear me out teenagers i've watched this a couple times because i like my local game stops i like the manager so i go in there and buy things occasionally because like support the store those kids walk in with a 20 dollar bill and buy v bucks Sure. Constantly. Sure. And you're right. They're missing all that. My mom, my mom's credit card is not available to me. Yeah, we can have dude. 50% of game sales be digital as they are currently are. You could have 70% as game sales be digital, but that doesn't mean that 30% is insignificant. That Correct. 30% is potentially billions of dollars. Yeah. Um, and they don't That's- have a way of taking cash. Correct. So partnering with GameStop and giving them incentive to become the place to go to. And maybe they start doing promotions and stuff to win people maybe back from Best Buy and back from Target and stuff, things like that. That will make the platform providers more money in the future. And uh, it makes sense. So I think, if anything, I think you might start seeing a lot more exclusive deals on games, sales, maybe rewards programs and stuff. Sure. Exclusive to GameStop to get Uh, folks away from other stores back to GameStop. And I think the thing that people are missing out on this is with GameStop now having an all new setup for their technology where you have something that says Microsoft all over it, or maybe the surfaces have a really nice cover that says Xbox on the back of it. Now you get to see that market share every time you check out. Whereas before it was whatever you saw at the register. Now the register literally says Microsoft on top of it. Compounded upon that, like they closed all their Microsoft stores, their actual hardware locations for you to go put their hands on their stuff. You could get rid of the t-shirt racks if you can convince GameStop that they can make enough money off this. Put a, a Surface demo unit in. Put a guy in that store to show me how that stuff works. Let me RMA my broken controller right through GameStop. Like Leverage the footprint. I think that with all access is, is potentially more valuable. So with all access, there's like free upgrades. So you get these people on these two-year plans, and if there's a new console that comes out, they can upgrade their existing console with a new console. It's hard to do that by mail. Yeah. And it would make sense if they have like a very integrated customer solution where it's like, look, buy Xbox All Access. If something breaks, bring it back to GameStop. We'll get you a new one the same day. This is And they just swap you out with a new console and they take your old one, they send it back for repair. I mean, that's convenient. 
It's just what Amazon is doing with Kohl's. Yeah. And it's genius. Yeah. Allowing me to return something that I buy online through Amazon to a Kohl's location is the same idea. Sell me, sell it to me on Microsoft.com. Leverage the infrastructure to send it back. Like it's, it's, it could be brilliant if it's not just the downstream revenue share. So I hope Microsoft leverages the fact that they have lots of hardware to sell through this like route. And the dynamics thing, I know it's a little, people don't like hearing it because it's very big brother, but I can only tell you that from a former customer, it should improve the process and the experience a thousand times more instead yeah. of, so like mm -hmm. with the Microsoft Dynamics stuff, I've gotten used to it over the last six months because they've taken over our COVID testing centers. Um, they've taken over the application that I actually designed. So I built an application for us to use until we could get the Microsoft Dynamics implemented. So I actually worked with them during the transition. I got to see it. It's so smart in the sense that it'll take your your customer history, your, your purchasing trends. It'll itemize and divide all that. So when you go to checkout, which, again, may not be in line. You may not be standing at the front console. It could right. just be a, a person with a tablet. Like, hey, are you ready to check out? I can do this right right here, right now. Um, instead of them being like, hey, do you want to pre-order Call of Duty? And you're like, I don't even like Call of Duty. Like, what? you know, um, yeah. now they'll be like, I see the Coach Mo loves sports games. Like, hey, have you got your pre-order for, for FIFA yet? All of a sudden, it seems more personalized because they are catering their upsales pitches to you. So maybe it doesn't mm -hmm. seem so bothersome anymore. It's like, hey, you know, I see that you're on Xbox. Do you have Game Pass? Yeah. Do you know about Game Pass? That's the one. Yeah. Sell and it's that. Like, how important would that be if you're like, hey, I'm buying a, this Xbox game? Like, do you have Game Pass? What's Game Pass? Uh, yeah. And like, both Sony and Nintendo have stuff to gain there too, right? Like, which makes this idea that they'll also make the same deal. Like, PS Now, nobody knows that even exists, right? Like, Nintendo's got online services that no one knows exist unless you're one of those people. That's a whole separate topic for maybe our other shows, but I, I, I agree. I just don't think Nintendo Switch Online or PlayStation Plus or PlayStation Now have any any You're right. onus the Game Pass. Like they're so far. You're right, but you know what? Like if I got upsold on PlayStation Now, I would be a little pissed. If they if they gave if they gave you huh, that's you're so mean. You're so mean. If they even gained legal. if they even gained ten percent sure. off of that or one percent, sure. that would be an improvement for them. And also, they can just like you said, cash. For selling codes. Yeah, but Dude. Nintendo Switch Online. Hey, do you know what this is? No, you don't. It's twenty bucks. It's only twenty bucks. That's an easy sell. Yeah, That's an easy sell. Look easy at all sell. these classic games and you can play with this twenty bucks. The mergers actually already helped them with their app too. Um, I know they rolled yes. out the new app uh, two days ago, and that new GameStop app for your phone is a lot better. That was trash before. Let's just yeah. discuss. I would love to be able to use my GameStop reward points to buy Game Pass months. Make it happen. You used to be able to, and they they took it down. They took some of that That's stuff down. Come back. Make it happen. Let yeah. me add a month. Let me add five dollars. Do right into my account. Let me link it. I'm Do hopefully this. optimistic for GameStop's future now. Yeah, um, me too. They still need to downsize a little bit more and get a little more efficiently, but they're making they're making the moves to do so. Uh, mm -hmm. Did you see? Did you any of you read that stock option article I shared? Mm -mm. Apparently, they're selling their Euro division. Oh, really? Yeah. Did to you know whom? That? I don't know. They didn't say it, but they, apparently they've been marking them for a while and they're expecting like GameStop to vacate Europe and pass it off to somebody else. That doesn't, that makes sense. There's, there's a lot of competitors in Europe still. In America, there, there aren't like, there's still game and a cup and one or two other stores, right? Am I wrong? I'm speaking like no, from no, there American. There is game. But for people game like dancing on GameStop's grave, uh, one, they're ca they're they're flush with cash. They've had reserves for years. They 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 actually are. They're 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 very good on that regard. So they have the time 
with that cash reserve to yeah. make the moves to be more competitive. So if you if you hated the idea of them going away, this is very hopeful. It seems like they're beginning to turn the ship. I will forever be on the team of competition when it comes to that market because it means there's more places for me to buy games, which means they have to have more sales. I win in this scenario. I still I, buy mostly digital, mostly online, but I have no allegiance to anybody. So if yeah. GameStop had a better rewards program and something, I would easily switch allegiances. Best um, Buy Best Buy messed up when they got rid of Gamers Club. They unlocked. did. Very yeah. much so. They uh, messed up. Do it, GameStop. Do that. I still, to this day, though, feel I feel like a void knowing that like I no longer go to my GameStop store. I used to have so many good memories and get to know the people. Yes. It was a shopping experience that I actually valued. Until like it just wasn't worth having anymore. So if they can make it worth having again, I would happily go back. I still go in. I browse through the old games. I talk to the managers. I occasionally get a collector's edition here or there if there's yeah. something that's exclusive. But like, yeah, like if you if you give me a program where on top of your pro membership, you give me 10% off all new games. Like, let's talk. I'll be in like the that. store more. Yeah. It, it doesn't even take much because no one else is doing or anything. a better credit card. Sure. Or credit a better rate on that. Or of, yeah, that, theirs is bad. gross. Amazon's is good. Theirs is bad. Yep. So, they, like, look. Free shipping. Free reliable shipping. They, okay, that's a different conversation. <laughs> <laughs> they do free shipping, but you're right. If you like, spend a certain amount. But, like, if we were yeah. all rewards members and they actually gave free shipping and it was reliable shipping, like, there's yeah. a lot of things we could do. I'm hoping, I'm like I said, I'm hopeful for their situation to improve because it's just more, it's just more competition. Yep. That's all I want. Give me more places to buy video games uh, that mean i save money on video games <laughs> i buy a lot of video games yep. speaking of buying video games i'm so glad that this these compilations saved me for myself i'm gonna save that in advance <laughs> so bethesda bethesda is dropping two collections of video games of your at this point uh the wolfenstein alt history one 80 bucks which is a little bit much man four okay? games new order old blood new colossus and young blood uh so three good games and one <laughs> Kevin said Mod Youngblood got fixed. I, I never went back, but he said it's better. Is it? I might need to play it again. I played it, it very close to launch. They and took it, out all that ammo swapping stuff, the typing oh, did stuff. They? He, that's what he told me. Oh. Because right. we played well, it together online, and we bad. dumped 30 minutes of magazines into this boss, and we could not. I was like, what is happening? I hate this it game. Bad. It was bad. It was. It pissed me off. 80 bucks, I think, is a little rich for this. I think this should have still been 60. Okay. But that's just a meat. Like two, you know, one or two of these games are old enough now that the old blood is great. Uh, look, they're all that's good. Another games. one I might replay if they enhance um, it. Old yeah. blood was a great game. Yeah. Old blood is a very good game. The other one is the Arcane Collection, mm -hmm. sixty bucks. Prey, Dishonored, yeah. Dishonored Two, and Death of the Outsider. These are some of my favorite games of the last generation. You could have taken Prey out of that one. I still would have bought it. I I agree that a Dishonored Collection by itself Dishonored. is exceptional. Is phenomenal. I don't know how people did not play those games more. I just started like that was one of those. Um, the second one was great, but the I, last one, the last one, Death of the Outsider, is yes. exceptional. It, it's a it's a sleeper, and this will include all of the DLC for Dishonored as well, which some of the, like the Knights of Dunwall and and some of that stuff. Um, Knives of Dunwall was very good. I also really liked Prey. Like Arcane's video games are my jam. Yeah. Uh, my, my issue with Prey was I didn't understand what was going on. Yeah, like it, it confused me way too much. The, the ending was bad. Let's yeah. just be very clear. Um, but hey, so like, I guess there were ESRB listings that didn't say anything about them coming to PS5, but I believe that they've confirmed they are also. We have ESRB ratings for Xbox consoles, future Xbox. So these 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 collections are out now. PlayStation Four, Xbox. Correct. One, they're out now. 
Uh, I thought they released on November 6th. Well, I'm sorry. Yep. Yeah, they're listing. You can, you can pre-order, pre-order them now. Them now. Yes. You can get them now. There is a next-gen rating of these games that doesn't detail right. what improvements they have yet. But that rating did not include PlayStation 5. This is an old story. It came out last week. I did not cover it last week because everybody was like, see, Bethesda games are exclusive. I'm still not convinced that they are um, for a couple reasons. <clears throat> Why would you release it on PlayStation 4 and not PlayStation 5? Like, sure. first and foremost, it's like they already have access to the games. Um sure. They did. Bethesda responded for comment and they told them like, yeah, you can play on PlayStation 5 via backwards compatibility. So it does look like maybe maybe they are exclusive. I was hesitant to believe that to believe that because, to be honest with you, I didn't think we'd start seeing any of these deals or agreements come out until the deal was final. And to be clear, like this isn't confirmed yet that they're going to bother making any improvements. That's true. It might just just be a port. It could just be we're putting so. it on the box, so we have to rate it. Yeah, I don't think it's that it it, it could totally be. It could be a you know technicality, like oh we put Series it, X on the box, we have to rate it. Totally fair, totally right. If it was that though, I think it would be for pre order now. Just release now? No, like I think they would have announced it with the announcement of the other games. The That's fact fair. that they're well, holding on to it makes me think that there's some development going. Maybe does the art for the box say both consoles on it? Not the does box it do that, that you can pre order, but the new. The new listing would be a new Okay, skew. I see. I, I'm curious to see what they do. I'm um, real curious to see what they do here. But yeah, like the, the the deal will not be finalized until Q3, like at least like March or April, I think at the earliest, but it could be longer. So I didn't think we'd start seeing any firm announcements of exclusives or anything until that deal was finalized. Unless they're really, really confident that all the, you know, the T's are crossed, all the I's are dotted and, and Maybe. They're, they're just operating now. As they're already part of it. And I guess you could say they are. We already are starting to see the Game Pass stuff, but we haven't seen all the games show up to Game Pass and there's no announcement for that. So it's still quasi the people that are running with it, like say seeing it's exclusive. I think that's a road too far, but I agree. This very well could be the first shot. This could be the first example that we see. We'll see. I will see what they decide to do. I'm curious what I'm curious what they're going to do. I'm curious. I'm curious if this doesn't come to PS5 and they're just still working out the details. I chose to address too. it when they responded for comment the way they did. Now, that, yeah, I agree. that actually made me go, oh, maybe they are exclusive. <laughs> maybe. I legit am glad that they didn't put these in like really sick steel books that were exclusive to this version because I probably would have bought both of these again because mm. of how I feel about these sets of games. I, I would have gotten a, a Dishonored Steelbook in a second. Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I make second. bad life choices. I know, I know this about myself. If you put both of those collections in a sick steelbook or bundled one i'm gonna buy it i'm gonna do it i i, I totally yeah. want them to and this is just me being hopefully optimistic i totally want like a, a video or a wire article or something and be like hey here is the next gen versions of the alt history collection and here are all Can't- the cool stuff we did to the wolf inside i'm like i'm gonna replay all of it i will replay all those games i love all, every game listed here with the exception of young blood i love young blood i just i just thought it was mediocre i'm not even gonna shit on it i just thought it was mediocre you know what i mean like it's not but if you put them in steel books, I'm gonna buy them again. I know who I am. I know who I am. I'm an idiot, <laughs> but I'm a lovable idiot. So that's that's the thing. One more. Let's talk about Game Pass one more time. I need a T-shirt that says "Let's talk about Game Pass, baby." Um, there's a bunch of stuff coming to Game Pass soon. There's also some stuff leaving, but I'm excited about this list because there's some great games on here. We've got Age of Empires three, Definitive Edition, PC. Heave Ho, which is 
a delight, especially if you have kids. Really? Katana Zero, which is super freaking good, dude. Katana Zero was on my game of the year list last year. Katana Zero it's ver- is must play for anybody that's never played it. I agree. I love that game. Tales of Vesperia is a game that I keep meaning to freaking get to, uh, both last generation and this one. And it's everybody's favorite of the Tales series if you ask them and they've played them all. Uh, Swords of Ditto, I've heard great things about. Scourgebringer, is that? I have no idea what that, that is. Uh, I want to say that it's a roguelike type of game, and I want to say that it wasn't in 1.0. That's probably why I don't have any idea what that game yeah, is. Yeah. <laughs> and aren't you excited then, Donnie, to play some Cricket? Cricket 19, cricket. baby. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, let's go. I don't know how to play Cricket. Hey, please don't sleep on the Cricket games. They're actually no, very well. Are they totally good? Sleep on the no, they are, they are very well made. I kind of wish this came out like January. January 2021, the, uh, we get Cricket last, 19. The last two that I bought um were actually phenomenal like they they were really played well but i really love those the rugby games and the aussie football games are all things that i'm pretty big fan of well just teach me how to play cricket and how the rules of the game work yes it will they have a really good tutorial the only game i've ever seen that didn't have a good tutorial that is a european game sport wise was handball handball did not do well teaching people why the game is so amazing um, but no, the cricket ones are great. They do such a good job and they have a really good following. Then I'm going to play the cricket game. Cause I would love to understand how cricket works. Cause <laughs> I I'm ignorant about cricket and I, it looks cool. So I'm here for it. The last one is Superland, by the way, which is uh, also a fun game can confirm. So like there's a bunch of stuff leaving as well. I can't remember if there was anything super notable on that list, but there were a few, I don't remember yeah. the hand, but like, look, age of empires three has me pretty hyped. I bought a PC my very first one, I think, when that game was about to come out. I really love Age of Empires 3. If they'd bring it to console, I'd play it more. You don't want to play an RTS on a console. I've played RTSs on consoles before you, that were okay. You've played RTSs that were built for consoles, like Halo sure. Wars. Yeah, those are um, fine. Saints Row is leaving. Saints Row 4 is leaving PC. Metro 2033 uh, Redo is leaving. That's okay. Um, and let's see, your After Party is leaving, and so is Lego Star Wars 3. After Party is made by the Oxenfree folks. Yep. If you liked Oxenfree, I recommend After Party. I didn't like it more than Ox- Oxenfree, yeah. but I liked it. Uh, so. Tacoma, Coach, is Tacoma is excellent. I, Let's go. I remember when I bought that one the first day and beat it in less than like an hour. It was like, huh. Whoops. Well, this sucks. <laughs> Those games, those games are there to tell you a story, man. They won't, they won't we, overstay their welcome, though. I will we say. We talked about it. I was like, I'm so jacked for this, and I remember coming home, putting it in, and going, "Oh, that's that's the end." Yeah, that that's one the didn't whole do story much for me. That was, I, it was shorter. I liked it, but it was a shorter game. So cool. I think that's all of the news. Questions. We have questions. How much time we got? We don't have a that ton of time. It doesn't matter. We don't have a limit. Our limit oh, is we'll no. go as long as you want to go. You are the host. I am the host. I have. You've given me so much power. That's how I lure. The, that's how I lure everybody in. Well, then so you we- see, you see talent. You see a free agent out there on the waiver wire, like Elaine, <laughs> and you go get her. Okay? Yeah, you do. And then you, you make her coffee mug, so yeah. she stays. Yeah, you send her that's shirts and everything. Like, you're not going anywhere. I do have shirts. I'm I mean, very like, excited. My kids. You send that hoodie back. My kids super <laughs> jealous about that hoodie. My daughter tried to steal that. I'm like, you're eight. Hoodie's Give me hot, that isn't back. it? The it's Xbox a hot hoodie. Logo, I'm like I'm her logo. Is so good for clothes. Tight logo. I'm gonna I'm gonna wear I'm gonna wear that next week. Watch me. The polo shirts make me look like I stole my dad's wardrobe, but I like them, so I will also wear those. But just I'm one of those people. But that hoodie is hot. They are comfy. Got the athletic fit. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we got questions. 
<laughs> Delvin has a question for the gentle giant. I assume that doesn't mean me because if he's calling me giant, he and I are going to fight. So this one's for coach. <laughs> Never call women giant. How do you feel about the portrayal of the hunk? Hulk. The hunk. The hunk. Same thing. Man, yep. I'm tired. How do you She's feel about wrong. the portrayal of the Hulk in the Avengers game? Also, would you like to see a spin-off Hulk solo game? Um, I already have the perfect spin-off Hulk solo game. It was on the 360. Um, I was able to destroy buildings and basically make it look the way it needed to look after a great Hulk fight. Um, so I don't need another one because um, I don't think anyone's ever going to pay the attention to detail to that game did when it came to actually getting to play as the Hulk. Um, I think this was a mediocre game across the board um, with a mediocre telling of the Hulk. It's, I, heard, it's, I heard on a podcast that it's not going well for the Marvel Avengers. Like, no, like the PC base is, was lower than the game that it replaced. I can't remember what it, like what yeah. the crystal, who, who's doing the crystal dynamics? Crystal dynamics. It's, Deus it's, Ex. Yeah. The last yeah. Deus Ex has more concurrent players on Steam than Marvel's yep. Avengers does. I was like, that can't be good. Yeah, it's um, but the issues are, again, like they did not make a way to make it your superhero. Like it's not good. The reason that we got hooked on Destiny was because we could go in and create a character and they were going to be as powerful and as good as we grinded them to be. Hmm. This whole character from level one to level 50 is the exact same. I'm still in the same fights. I'm doing the same thing. There's no benefit to me grinding this game out. It's an okay story it's very very predictable there's nothing that's going to catch you off guard uh modok was a fine decision for your bad guy because he's you know universally hated because even the villains hate him um but they they missed the mark because it's still um it's like it's like somebody handing you a piece of white bread with nothing on it sure white bread's fine you know, it's still tasty. Maybe it's soft, um, but it needs that substance. It needs that pita, peanut butter with a little paprika on top, or it needs honey and butter. It needs something, right? And that's the issue with this game is it is bland. And there's nothing that's going to be able to save it because the only way to reinvest it is to fix the story. And you're not going to have the ability to do that. They, um, didn't, they didn't even allow the cosmetic stuff or the armor stuff to show on your characters, right? Nope. See, that's a real bummer for me. What's like that—that that bummed me out. And I will play this game eventually. But man, if you're gonna give me six shorts for the Hulk, then let me see them, the, dude. Yeah. Like, the only—the only reason I purchased it was for this. Hold on. What's the point of not giving you the the customization though? Like, what's the I, point of I keep doing it? So yeah, like yeah, you got yes. Because so that's you the Destiny thing. thing, right? Everybody like goes right for like there. the purple gun and all that. Yeah, yeah. I want fashion souls, is what we've yeah. called it for many years. Like I'm gonna dress up in the dumb armor because it looks cool. It's not always the best, but it looks good. And they they even took that experience away from us, um, right? Like, yeah, Sean Capri mentioned in the chat that a bland explosion is still an explosion. It is, but there's a difference between your first kiss being one that knocks your socks off and makes you shaky in the knees. Like it was when I kissed my wife or like a kiss from Sean, which is I'm sure quite nice, but I promise you my knees won't shake. And again, that friend zone. Yeah. It's <laughs> there's a huge difference in the type of explosion we're mentioning. Right. And that's the problem that this game just, it missed. Um, and it's, it reminds me of Anthem. Anthem has better flying and a better story. And better customization. Oh, than that's hot fire to spit. Oh, I actually agree with him. I, I didn't play a whole lot of Marvels, but I played the demo. The flying, and that was like I took to the flying in Anthem instantly, and it was a the fun, it was a blast. 
Yeah, Agreed. the flying and Anthem I, was great. They nailed it. But um, but Marvel as, did not. Who's almost earned the 1,000 in Anthem. I'm missing one because you have to grind out finding these things in the, the daily yeah. world. I'm not going to do that. Bring that flying tech to like a new Titanfall game. and Just give me an Iron Man game with the flying tech. Like, come yeah. on. You have to do it with EA, <laughs> though. So, but yeah, so it, it's one of those things that I just think, um, I, I don't, I think they messed up in this one, Dev. Um, all right. There was, did Dev ask this Delvin. or Delvin? Delvin asked oh, this one. Uh, Delvin, I think they messed up on it just because this was not a passion project. They tried to make it sound like it was, but it, it was not. It was a money project. Um, and that's something that's going to, when you're talking Marvel and you're talking the character we love, the the people that are invested in that world who will spend hundreds of hours on that game, it's because we fell in love with the character. Yeah, it bummed me out to hear some of this. I haven't played it yet. I own a copy. I just haven't stuck it in yet. But like, I love Miss Marvel, like as a character a lot. And I've read a lot of those books and I like I was excited about it for that. So hearing all of the kind of like blandness bums me out double because of how much I like that character. So it's like, I don't know. I wish this would have been more exciting. I really do. I wanted it to be. All right, we'll move on. We got one from Nathan. Since Coach Hulk is on the show, since Coach is here, how about you roundtable revamp the Xbox achievement system? What would you like to see added, changed, or removed? Boy, I don't know um, what to do with this because I don't know that I... I'm going to say blasphemy. I don't know that I care that much. I no, will chase an achievement if I'm in love I don't with care. a game. I could care I less. Will so chase coach, it. this question's on um, you. I don't care. Yeah. So I've currently earned 11,000 new achievements this month. Nice. Um, Going for the Where Hall do you of Fame find thing. the time? <laughs> um, I'm, I'm teaching from home, so okay, I have nothing yeah. to time sitting in here. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to um, pay somebody to just do it for me. Uh, I and, got a 10-year-old. T- a t- a That's why I had kids. Yeah. So... um. I think that the thing that I would like to see for the achievement system is I'd like them to keep it the exact same way it is now um, because they really have revamped and fixed really a lot. I didn't really realize there was anything wrong with it. But what I would like the, them to do is for this new generation, I would like them to, to inter, introduce two things. Um, one, whenever you earn an achievement, you can go to the um, Microsoft Rewards on your system yep. and get 50 free rewards oh. point for the every time you earn one every day that's cool um so every day i earn one i go click on that before i'm finished and log off for the night so it's 50 points you do the math that means if i do that and unlock one five times a week um that's what five times four is 20 times a month you're looking at what's 20 times 50 guys 2000 200 so 2000 so that's two dollars that's two dollars in currency. 20 times that's, 50 20 times 500 i don't know 20 Matt, times 50 yeah, it's not my thing. But if it is two thousand, then yeah. that's two dollars in Microsoft rewards I earn just for playing games. Yeah, I think right? it would be cool yeah. if you got achievements based on playing Game Pass. So would you? They do, do that. They no, have daily. Get well, you get yes. rewards. I think yeah. it would be cool if there was like a Game Pass achievements list where you got achievements for playing games on Game Pass. So, but that would be the first thing: is make that more well known, make that easier to see. Like, you're, yeah. what is the currency that I'm earning? Oh, you got this many achievements this month. You have gotten this much currency like they used to do. They used to do that all the time, but they got rid of it because they were trying to make it the rewards points and their online system. The second thing I'd like to see is for the people who actually care about achievements, give us a way to spend more time with them, right? Allow me to go online and go through and look at every game I've 1000. Allow me to look at that collection. Um, before I really got into achievement hunting, like chasing after them, 
um, Nate who asked the question was like a hundred thousand points ahead of me. And then I saw he was ahead of me and I said, this is the first person I've ever met who had more achievements than I did. So I caught him and then I passed him and now I'm up over a quarter of a million. Um, and (laughs) that's the thing is that it's, it's fun for me to do that, but I would like to have a way to go look at all the games of 1000 and go, man, yeah, I've 1050 games this year. Don't they have like other sites, like true achievements and stuff that do that? They do, but I don't like using auxiliary sites. That's just not me. I use Xbox. I don't I don't like to link my accounts to anything I can if I can avoid it. Like I'm yeah. I'm weird about that, but like I agree with you some filtering options would be cool. Like give me like xbox.achievements.com and then let me filter I want to see all my rare achievements. I like I, the new sound that they added when the rare ones I pop up. Yeah, let I, me I, see I, that. Little diamond icon, but I turned it's, all that stuff off. Oh dude, yeah. I like I left the rares on because it, the diamond spins and it makes me feel good. <laughs> like and you know that one feels special, so. Lobo just pointed something out that I wish I wish they did. Um, I wish they gave us more achievements based on the hours you played. Sure. Um, there used to be those ones. I can't remember what they were worth, like zero points, but I think it was a Halo, the Master Chief Collection. It was for logging so much time doing something. I would love more of those to come back. Like, I like the yeah. achievements that they've done that were like, and I'm, I think this is blasphemy to what achievements are supposed to be, but like when you got a day one achievement, that was cool. Like yep. when you got an achievement for watching Netflix, that was cool. Like I, I, I would like the, I would like them to do that more often. It didn't, not like, yeah. not to the point where it waters down what achievements mean. But that's what I was meaning, like with Game Pass, like reward people that are like incorporating and and adopting your platform, but just aren't into achievements. You know, like or, or maybe they're not into it yet. Maybe you give them a few, and maybe they start getting into it. Like just you know, reward system usage versus just sure. like I grinded this game for four hundred hours. Like. You know, the other ones that I kind of miss, they were the viral ones. Play with the dev or play with someone who's played with the dev or they would pass on. Cool little social I, things like that. Like they get I love those. And stuff. Yes. Yeah. And that's exactly It what was so about. cool when they popped because you're like, oh, man, I wonder who in this game has is six steps to Kevin Bacon away, essentially, uh, that let me pop this. I think those are neat. I You don't even need to make them points because I know some people get crazy yeah, about that. Yeah. They can be rare and yep. zero points. Yep. But that's really cool, and it's a social experiment. There's a lot of like cross promotion and marketing you could do with something like that. You could like have a movie of the month or something where you got like a little achievement pop or something if you watch this movie, if you rent it, or if you stream something, or if you logged something on Halloween, or you know, like there's a there's a social community that you can get doing things if you kind of center around that. And I think Game Pass is a great engine for that. I agree, and I think like. Yeah, stuff that's themed after months. Stuff what if you that's put like, Dead oh. Space up and you were like, everybody that plays Dead Space in Halloween gets a special achievement. Or, yes. Or like, oh, you're playing the same game as your friend at the same time. Yep. You're not playing together, but oh, you've got three friends who are playing this game at once. Like those like kind of like pack achievements. Host that a game make- with a party of three or more people. Here's an achievement. Yeah, or just do voice chat, you know, in this yep. game and whatever. That sort of stuff is fun. It's not just kill X of whatever rat. Beat the game five times. <laughs> Look, I I'm not going to do any of those achievements. I have all the Resident <laughs> Evil ones. Okay. <laughs> Every time I see one of them, I'm like, no. No, I don't want to. I, I really get frustrated with the ones that are beat the game on the highest difficulty. I understand why they exist. Well, that's oh, the red. That's what everybody wants. That I understand why they, they the frustrate flex. me. They frustrate me when that's the one flex that I cannot get on a game I love just because, like, for some reason it didn't, that highest difficulty was just too broken or too much. You know what I mean? The Witcher did that. And I was like, I'm not going to play this video game on that difficulty. I don't hate myself. Brutality. That's, it's awful. <laughs> it's like, so, 
it's more social stuff that's kind of like not specifically play a multiplayer game together. It would be cool. So let's do one more and let's do the Halloween one because it is October. So, and Delvin also asked this question, but I'm stealing it now because it's Halloween and why not? Or Halloween season. What horror franchise would you like to get a next gen video game adaptation? If you put Chucky in a video game, I quit video games. I mean, Chucky's the one that should have always gotten a game adaptation and never did. Chucky's a good, and I wasn't going to be my answer. I was really going to think long, think about it for a minute. But Chucky is a good one because it's a toy. It's a child's toy. And, like, there's a lot of video game things that you could do with that. Um, I would love, like, a coma-styled, clock, clock tower-styled, you know, run and hide, fight Chucky, like, you know, yeah. in, in a school or something that fits, that works. But that um, you could drop that right into Dead by Daylight, right? You could, but it's not the Which, same. But it, no, it's could. not the same. But they've done a pretty good job. Of I really like eating. that game. That's a good game. Yeah. If I did multiplayer stuff, I would love. That'd be my favorite game. Like when I played it, I was like, "This is the game that I could see me playing forever." But I just don't. Play I do love those like ones. Yeah, They're those a good are time. good. I, I want yeah. like single player stuff. I thought the Saw game that came out quite a long time ago, while not a great game, was a good idea. Hmm. That it was, I want to say, a 360 PS3 game. Someone can correct me if I'm wrong. And it wasn't great, and there was more than one of them. But that's not a bad idea. To put a Saw game together where you essentially have to solve a puzzle to not die is clever. And I was into it. The ones that I think would make for great video games, I just... I, I, I feel cliche or dumb for saying them because I think they're already we already have them. But like... Sure. A Dawn of the Dead game that was like World War Z or um, you know, Dead Rising would be super fun um, if it was tied to the movie and done well. I agree that a zombie game that wasn't goofy, because like Dead Rising is silly, right? State of Decay gets kind of close, but I don't love some of the stuff that like, I like State of Decay, but I would want something a little bit more streamlined that was telling more of a story. So like Walking Dead, but without just being a text adventure, essentially. Yeah. For me. So I, I have two. Oh, hit me. Um, all right. So my first one is I would like them to make a Sims game. However, one of you is a killer and it's based on screen. So you go, oh. you go through your daily day doing your job, hanging out at your house, meeting with your friends for dinner. Like among us. But one of you is a murderer. You just don't know which one. Sure. And I want the game to play until you either caught the murderer or until everyone's dead. I like that. So you can save it and play it over like a couple of different playthroughs. My second one is I would like a NFL zombie crossover (laughs) where Jay Cutler is in it's, it's 2009 and he, he leads the bears to a playoff win against the Seattle. It did too. He beat the Seattle Seahawks (laughs) in Chicago. He leads the Bears to a playoff win Dude, after the, the game. Defense. Oh, he he did it. He threw three touchdowns that game, by the way. So he leads the Bears to a Chicago playoff win in 2009 in the snow in Chicago. And as he's sitting in his locker, a bomb explodes and zombies are made from the, the dead. And he has to traverse the city of Chicago, killing zombies to get to his wife, Kirsten, who they're now separated from. Okay. Um, and save her and the children who are locked in their house in Jay on the outside. Life, coach. You need to stop because Jay Cutler is the man. That's all that matters. That is a beautiful, Maybe a beautiful human being. Maybe. I, I want to point out Jay Cutler is 25th all-time in passing yards. 
And, so you need to put some respect on his name. Top we, 25 quarterback all time. What? Just yards. Top 25. What about wins or anything? Like, does that not matter? We, you don't let's play, not talk about that. Let's talk about game. yards. <laughs> let's just gloss over. Look, we don't need all the statistics. I think just Rex the one Grossman I'm took the Bears to the Super Bowl. No, the Bears defense took the Bears to the Super Bowl. Uh, Rex that happens. I want a Nightmare so, on Elm Street game. Why don't we have a good Nightmare on Elm Street game? We we get kind of we get kind of close with Silent Hill, like sort of? with, with the Demon World. I want and a the Silent Hill but Nightmare on Elm Street game, like okay. a dreamscape game. I'm here that, with this. That like maybe you like in the daytime you prep for the nighttime. And then the nighttime is like when you do the hauntings and running away, but in the daytime, okay. you're prepping, you're meeting your friends, you get story bits, but then you fall asleep. Maybe there's even like a survival mode where you're trying not to fall asleep, but if you that do fall asleep, cool. then you've got to fight Freddy in these weird, fantastical realms. It would only be cool if it had a mode where we send it to space and we bring in Jason. That's... Just throwing that out there. That's not good. I just like messing with you. <laughs> that's not That's not good. Let's not do that. But like I a, like the idea of I like the idea of like an Among Us style like scream game. I think it would be good. extra cool if we layer on top. You get to build out the house, like you can set yeah, up how the whole thing is laid out. That's, that's why I was good. like, if if you, you made it like a sim style game yeah. and say, hey, the killer he could he could wait hours, um, full day night cycles before he decided to to strike when he saw the best opportunity, and you give the killer some extra tools that everybody else doesn't have and a way to kind of hide who he is and move without being seen. Um, I really think that could be just an amazing game because it adds that layer of I am invested in this world, building my house, my, my whatever. And then, oh no, my characters got destroyed. Yeah. Right. I love that. And and you don't know who did it. You don't know how how they got you or what happened. And you kind of have that element of surprise. Um, Asynchronous multiplayer like this is like exciting for me. I love that stuff. Resident Evil 3 tried to do it um, with that resistance kind of mode that they packed in. And it was okay. It was not great. Like I think Dead by Daylight does that really well and it's fun. But that kind of a thing where you could set up almost like online chess where you play for an hour and then it stays in stasis until everybody comes back to it. And you can have these like longer games. That would be great. Taking the Dead by Daylight thing further, what if you could play a licensed tie-in game Friday thirteenth, Halloween, Nightmare on Elm Street, where you play as the killer, and your job is to kill all. I the would kids. do that. Would be rad. How is that? that, that that's I'm a good idea, that. right? It's that like Camp does... Crystal Lake, and there's like forty <sighs> camp counselors that you've got to get through before the sun comes up, or something. That you sounds can, amazing. You mean I can kill obnoxious teens? Yeah. <laughs> and you <laughs> just catch them. My whole life. Like they're, you know, like you'll you'll just walk upon like stories as they happen in little set pieces and stuff. And yeah, like you've got to decide how you're gonna do it. But like maybe if you get caught or something, like if you let one of them get away, they get alerted. They get harder to find. You know, they get they get equipment to good. fight you back and stuff. That sounds awesome. Like listening in on on what they're gonna do later to plan out a murder in advance would be cool. That would be cool. I'd be here for that. Like let's Dead by Daylight, but make it single player. Yeah. Like actually, they should just make a single player mode because that could That's be like that. a rogue regenerating type of game. Yeah. Right. Where you have like the couple that runs off in the woods. You've got the folks that go off and have like a party. There's the campfire. Sure. Somebody's in the boat. Like you got to figure out how to do it. Without them all finding out, because if they find out, they raise the alarm. They call the cops. They get weapons. And it makes it harder. You're describing Hitman. Kind of, yeah, yeah. You're describing like Hitman, Hitman, but with a murderer, but and with that Jason people, or Michael Myers, and stuff. and that other people who are not maybe your your you know murder targets don't believe you. So you go, they go up and run and tell the police, but you've done a good enough job hiding who you are. The police are like, I don't see a murder. That would be cool. These everybody should jump on these ideas. 
We're giving away for free on this podcast. Are, that's good. I like my last answer. That's, that's better than all my other answers. All these answers are good because I love scary games. So I'm mm-hmm. here for it. When I was thinking of the Dawn, Dawn of the Dead thing, I was thinking of like a Left 4 Dead, but like a Dawn cut, of the Dead cut, theme cut, like with a tie-in. Cut, 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 oh my God. That was this, is where we, this is where oh, we end the show. It. This is where we end the show before the, the <laughs> Cutler love gets out of like uncomfortable for me where I have to be like, I'm going to leave you alone, coach. I'm going <laughs> to let you step in the room. <laughs> I think that's going to do it. I think we wrapped everything up. Coach, thank you. You're a delight. Thank you. I had, I had a blast. Glad to have you back, man. Since you're yeah. on this hiatus, what's the chances uh, the PSVG faithful get a get an OT surprise? Um, Actually, let's do it this way. Um, So, yeah, I'm working on my doctorate, and that's been insane. And I'm exhausted. And uh, I'm also full-time teacher and coach. So that's, that's life. And have a brand-new daughter. And that's life. And um, so the last time we did an OT, we got, I got a lot of messages like, Hey, when are you going to come back? Um, and here's the thing, guys, I don't know. I don't know when I'm going to come back, but I need you to do me a favor because I love you so much. And you listen for this full hour and some change. Um, when you hear this, please message dev on discord, Twitter, Instagram, whatever it is you want to, and just call him short, just short, just, Hey dev, you're short. And just do that for me so that I have something to laugh at during the next week when uh, this comes out. So just make fun of Dev's height for me. Because, uh, yeah, thank you. That's it. I'm going to let know. that special request ride. That's normally I would probably mom you and be like, yo, be ni-. No, I'm not going to tell you to be nice. You, you earned that one. <laughs> <laughs> you put up with our nonsense for a full hour and 45 minutes. So you know what? Thank you so much. It's been a blast. I, I loved it. It was fun. I had a great time. Donnie, of course, thank you to you too. You're still here putting up with my sass and giant coffee mugs. I need to find a larger mug. I'm excited. We've got um, we've got guests. I've been lining up guests. We, we get a chance to launch the console. You only get that opportunity every so every so often. So I've got guests. I've got I've got somebody that 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 will uh, you know have early impressions of some awesome stuff early. So we've got that coming. I've got other folks coming. I got returning guests coming. I'm trying to make it a thing, so stick with November us. is on fire, y'all. Stay yes. tuned. Yes. I'm gonna say it that way. Stay just here. hang out. I mean, I know you love us, In but like empire. also hang out because there are other cool people who are gonna join us. But sure. You know. Cool. I think that's gonna do it. Thank you everybody for listening, and we will catch you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.